Welcome on into Browns Cast. Um, well, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was um, really- I mean, we were just kind of talking about it a second ago. As bad as it was, uh, I guess we're just going to get right into it. As bad as it was, I don't know how much there is t- that we can take away from the game right now. Um, yeah, like when you when you when you go through the week thinking, yeah, our quarterback's gonna gonna back like figure it out and play on on Sunday, and then he gets to the stadium on Sunday morning and can't go. Eh. The- like yeah. at that point, yeah, like there's a there's a world where some team that if you're playing a team that isn't a well coached team that you could figure that out. But like, I, I think you, you go into a game against the Ravens and you're like, oh well, that might just do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have said that the game was over by one thirty when the injury report came out. Pretty much like all the uh, with how the game was, it was basically like do what you can DTR. And I guess we'll just do what we can. That's just kind of how the game went. Yeah. I mean, I think you, you went into the game with some optimism that the defense would kind of keep a minute, but you know, once again, they really didn't, they didn't create the turnovers that they needed to, to keep them in a, in that particular game. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say they played that poorly. Yeah, I, I, they only had maybe one or two bad dr- bad drives, and that was like in the third quarter when it looked like guys were just getting tired. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're looking at it. You, you, they had 297 yards of offense. Like, that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. That's not going to hurt the defensive average. Uh, the scoring is going to hurt, and the rushing yards are going to hurt. But, like – and I know games aren't played on on defensive averages, but they they still did their job for the most part. Um, the Ravens are going to get their rushing yards. The Browns still held them to four yards a carry, which is kind of low. Yeah, um, that w- that would have been the goal probably. Like going into this week, they only threw for one hundred sixty five yards. Two of those came. Uh, a bunch of those came on two plays, both of which are only plays that really Lamar Jackson makes. Um, Lamar Jackson and maybe Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot of that you can take away from the from the game defensively. They they did what they could with what they were given, and I think. I think a lot of like seven of those points came directly off of interception, um, including the last one. But I don't really count that because the game was like in hand by that point. Like, yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at a whole bunch of your two two short drives, two long drives. Um, the long the eight play ninety three yards. Look, that happens to defenses sometimes. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sucks, but like. When you're playing a competent offense, they're eventually going to find something that works. I, I think the Browns did find some things that worked in the second half. I don't know how much the Ravens were going to throw at them at that point. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the game kind of came down to, what was it? Um, 
I'm trying to find the play here. Second and 29 on the 46. Second and 29 with 36 seconds to go in the second half or second quarter. <laughs> yep. When, that, when Zay Flowers gets open 10 seconds into a play. Yeah. And Lamar just with his scrambling ability finds him deep, way deep downfield to like convert a 30 plus, like 30 plus completion. Like, yeah. And you can't be mad at anyone on that play. Like, Martin Emerson covered him for five seconds. <laughs> Defensive yeah, backs like, aren't used to covering dudes for 10 seconds. Oh, no. Like, at that point, it's just like, that's tip your hat to the offense on that on that one because usually plays are dead by the time, like, the but the play was still going. And yeah. So, I mean, there, I would say that one of the issues that kind of cropped up with the defense that was mildly frustrating, they the, the tackling seemed to not be as good today. Uh, they did miss a few tackles. Gus Edwards is, you know, hard to tackle, but he's not like the greatest running back. So no. you don't want to give up a whole bunch of yards after contact to him. I, I mean, it, it really just comes down to the the offense and, you know, not being able to move the ball. But, you know, as for as good as Dorian Thompson Robinson was in the preseason, like, we, the whole we should, reality of it actually being a regular season game and not facing against like second, third, fourth stringers is it's a whole, it's a different space. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're, you're playing guys that are actually going to be on teams. And a lot of times he wasn't, he wasn't playing, playing anyone in the preseason that were, was going to be long-term. So I don't know. It's a matter of, I mean, you get this is kind of what you sign up for when you have to start a backup quarterback against a well-coached defense. For sure, because like, and I know there were people that were talking about, oh, I miss Jacoby Brissett. Oh, Joshua Dobbs would have made this different. I don't think they make it that much different than what it turned out to. Maybe you score maybe one touchdown, but Josh Dobbs than- might have done something. But like, if you have a team calling to offer you a fifth-round pick for Josh Dobbs, you're gonna take it. Uh, I mean, you have a lot of confidence in DTR after the preseason. You're hoping that, and we've brought this up before, you don't you don't worry about having to play with your backup quarterback because if you don't have your starting quarterback, most of the time you're dead anyway. Yeah, like <laughs> so, like I, I don't. No one, no one did anything but applaud that DTR was going to be the backup when Dobbs was traded. So why are we changing tones on that now? Like, I understand there's some, well, why are we going in with a rookie backup quarterback as our only release if something happens in a season where you kind of need to be all in? But, you know, you have faith in the guy and the Josh Dobbs came and said, or the Cardinals said, hey, we'll give you a fifth round pick for this guy. That you might you you might have been cutting in three three days anyway. Yeah, like I don't I don't begrudge them trading Dobbs when they did. Like, and obviously, it, it's just a bad day. Of course, when you have to use your backup in any circumstances, I know in this town we love to applaud the backup quarterback like he's the next like coming at Jesus. But 
we have to also realize that <laughs> he's a fifth round rookie. He's not going to just turn into Brock Purdy the second he turns and goes onto that field. Like it, it's ju that's just not the reality of most teams. Like no, and you know they're not built for it, especially when you don't have um, Nick Chubb to fall back on. So it's kind of like a double whammy. Like this is life without Nick Chubb, but it's also life without your expensive quarterback and your starting quarterback. Like this is this is just what happens. Yeah, like it's first world problems in the NFL. Like this is not something that's unusual. It's just how it is sometimes. Like especially if your quarterback's banged up and you have to throw the backup for one week or two. It, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, there's there's just not a lot you can really extrapolate out from the offense. Um, I mean, what you're hoping now is that all these guys that were hurt can come back. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've seen anything on Zadarius Smith. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see anything either. I know that miles was in a walking boot, but he said it was more precaution. So I guess we'll see in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine Miles was anything other than precaution. Um, it's just it's just best to put it in a boot mm -hmm. and let it heal than let him walk around on it. And it's, so you just just let him get healthy. They have a few days off now. They got to get their quarterback back. Um, I imagine. The vibe around Ethan Posick probably isn't very good. Um, he left in crutches and a knee brace, so that that doesn't feel great. Um, your quarterback has inflammation around his rotator cuff. Your running back limped off at one point. Uh, your left tackle still kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, vibes are just weird. It's just what it is, I think. And that probably be what it will be for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, having this having this happen going into the bye week is very, very uncool. Um, <laughs> because, you know, not only did they lose, it's just a matter like, the, the, the takes are going to be... Oh, it's going to be so terrible. bad. Terrible. Um, and I know we're we're sitting here trying to give takes too, but like I, I don't I don't understand why like yes, you could say that why are we throwing the ball of however many times how many times we throw the ball today? Like thirty six. I I saw that was like thirty six. Yeah, and and I mean at that point you have to throw. Like you, if you want to get realistically get yourself back into the game, you have to throw. Like, like of course, in an ideal situation, you try to not have them throw as much. But when you're down by 18 points, you have to throw the ball. It's just that's how you can get chunk yards and hopefully touchdowns. Yeah, you can't you can't just completely throw in the towel on offense or that early in the game. Um, I mean, I think. The Elijah Moore experience is is certainly not going very well. Um, I mean, the receiving the receiving yards are pretty much down for everybody today, so it's hard to get any gauge on that. But mm -hmm. 
the this is the probably the third time in four weeks that he has made a play during a game that made absolutely no sense. Uh, yeah, like that, in the NFL, you don't reverse field and gain yards like that. Not usually. I, I think he took the wrong lesson from what happened in week one and took it literally. <laughs> like whatever happened during that play. Yeah, like. Uh, w- what what is to be gained by running backwards when you're pinned up against the side? Like, just go down. It could have been like a six yard loss. Instead, you turned it into twenty. Yeah, like with it, especially on a day when you're asking your rookie quarterback, you need your everybody else to be like helpful. And that was not a helpful play at all for anybody. No, I mean the rest of the team ran for 113 yards today. That's not bad. Obviously, some of that came in garbage time with. Pierre Strong ripping off 40, but like you can't do shit like that. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just that you just can't do that. Like not no reason for that to happen. Yeah. It's just dumb. Um, I don't know. Is there really any point to evaluating what Dorian Thompson Robinson did today? No. No, it, it would be kind of mean because I, I feel like it just would be kind of mean to do a, a serious evaluation on it. Yeah, just really, really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. You got anything? You were there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was at the game. I mean – Vibes were cool before the game. Everybody was trying to talk themselves into DTR, like trying to like be the hero and all that. And and, like when the news came out, I was just like in the pit of my stomach, like, oh, this might be a tough day. (laughs) Because like with DTR, his first start is against a division rival. And it's like DTR could be a good backup. But I mean, first game against a division rival, I mean, it looked about as what I expected. So like and – the stadium pretty much emptied out by the by halfway through the fourth. Along with me, I left along with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, just not a not a great day. No, not, not a great day. Um, I guess I guess we just kind of sit back and hope that the injuries aren't bad. Um, I'd really like to know what happened to Zedaria Smith. Uh, I, I just I haven't seen anything on Twitter about him, which is rare. Usually, you hear something, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels weird having this kind of game because or having this kind of pot because like <laughs> we don't know what to talk about because. I don't think there's really anything of value to take away from this unless you want to sit and pick apart play play calling or the fact that the team keeps getting out coached or like, like yeah, but it, that that's the thing. Like when you're in a situation where your quarterback is the backup and he's a rookie, like how much are you can you really say it's a bad play call when the execution by the quarterback is not not up to par or even standard of a functioning like quarterback 
Yeah. Just, I mean, you can't do anything about it. It just sucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, where, what do you think, where do you think the, the, the Browns are heading into the buy at this point? Like what, where did you think they would be and where do you think they're going from here? Um, I think with, I think two and two was always plausible, uh, depending on how things went. I thought three and one was their ceiling and the floor was like two and two. So it's about where I thought, I guess just how it, how it happened is kind of not how expected because there was two blowouts that happened, one against the Bengals, one against the the Titans, and then the Steelers game was just gross. And then this one, I can't even really have a take about it. It just kind of happened. We all were there. We witnessed it, and we probably will just erase it from our brains as soon as uh, the bye week's up. I mean, I don't think you have a choice but to erase it. You dwell on this one, you're you're doomed. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I always kind of figured that they couldn't be any worse than two and two. Uh, today would have been a lot easier to swallow have the, if they don't throw away Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now you're staring down two weeks to get healthy and prepare for a San Francisco team that looks pretty, pretty good right now. Uh, they're currently up 21 to 10 on the Cardinals. Um, not Cowboys kicking the crap out of Patriots. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Just how everything has kind of unfolded. Like, now you don't know the health of your quarterback. You've already lost your running back. Your tight end was on fire on Friday night. Um, <laughs> Literally. Like, your best pass rusher hurt his ankle. I don't think it's going to be that bad. It didn't look like anything that would keep him out long term. No. Um, I don't know what's going on. Like we, I need to know what's going on with Zedarius. I haven't. I'm gonna do a Twitter search see if anything's come out. Um, yeah, I, I don't see anything that's worthwhile here. Uh, I don't. Did, did he go back in the game after he got hurt? I don't even remember. I mean, I didn't see. I, I did not see him out there that I remember. Um, if if he did go up back out there, like I wouldn't have been shocked because he did get back up from when he was injured. He jogged off the field, so I mean, I I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, you kind of want you kind of want um, something like that to happen, or you kind of want him to. God, I don't know, my brain is so fried from having to watch that. Um, <laughs> don't blame you. You want him to be healthy because that that's a big part of what has given Miles free reign to be what he's been. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully he can he can come back and be good in two weeks. I don't know. I I don't think I think we're going to see a lot of talk in the next couple next 10 days about how the 49ers game is now a must win because you've thrown away two division games, but like, eh, I I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I think it's, I think right now 
I'll talk myself into it before the game starts. But like right now, you kind of just want them to go out and show that they can compete with a team that everyone thinks can go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I agree. Like you, you've at least had good moments, and you have at least shown that you're capable on defense. Offense might be getting there with when Deshaun is out there. So like if you can put together a solid game against the Niners like and it's like competitive for most of the game. I think I'll feel okay about it cuz like after the Niners game it the schedule softens up a, a good amount. So I think you can be able to rattle off some wins that way. But I think yeah, just try to get healthy, try to come up with some some things that'll look good against the Niners and just like try to make it a game. Yeah, you just you want them to be like obviously you want to win and I think that there's I don't think it's a lost cause that they can't win. But you do want them to ha- keep the game, you know, competitive. You want them to be in a game with teams that can that have a future in in this season. Right now, they've you know they've kicked the crap out of two teams that people thought were playoff teams. Um, they beat themselves against the team that people, for some reason, thought was a playoff team. Um, I don't think they're really thinking that anymore. You can't go down to Houston and get beat 30 to six and still remain in the, Oh yeah, we can be good conversation. (laughs) No. Um, And then this just weird game against the Ravens where you're missing key guys. So like, yeah, like that's, that's why the first four games feel so weird. Yeah. Because it doesn't like, and I saw tweets today for some asinine reason. Oh, this is what the defense actually looks like against a team with a pulse. They looked fine. They had one bad drive. That happens. Yeah, like they're not – this is not – The oh, Patriots like, scored 10 points on the 85 Bears in the Super Bowl. Like – It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. <laughs> Those dudes get paid too. Like literally, it's not I, – I feel like we treat football like it's OSU where like OSU can go against like just the most crappy like lower – like – uh team like say uh like akron and they'll just beat the crap out of them but then and then they try to transfer that that energy to browns games and then like when they face a team that they feel is lesser then it's like why are why are we allowing them to score like 20 points it's like dude it happens it's the nfl yeah like the ravens scored 28 points today but like they they needed some pretty spectacular plays to get to that what like they needed a long interception return. They needed uh, a lot of a lot of Lamar Jackson stuff mm-hmm. to happen. That that throw to Mark Andrews was probably about among the best throws that Lamar Jackson has made in the NFL. Like yeah, it was like well covered, and it was a jump ball that Andrews had to get right in the per- perfect spot. Yeah, like that couldn't have been better better timed, thrown anything. Like it wasn't Mark Andrews was not open. He was just taller. <laughs> Literally, it was a rebound for ba- in basketball. It, that ver- pretty much was it. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to take too much away from the defense. I will. I do think that today can probably serve as. Uh, I think ego check is too strong, but maybe a reminder. Yeah, like a reminder that hey, it's not always going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna face offenses, especially the, like the next one you face is going to have twenty schemed plays that are gonna absolutely destroy you. 
You just have to be better everywhere else. You have to be better. You have to be, you have to match the challenge. So it's just, it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call for the defense in the sense that they, they actually faced a challenge that, uh, you know, could could score. They were on probably them. capable of matching the energy, but I feel like a part of it was like these guys were getting tired because the offense was just not sustaining drives the at stra- all. The strange thing is the Browns actually ran ten more plays. <laughs> like the Ravens still had a bunch of three and outs. Like their first four possessions were three three and outs mm-hmm. and a one play touchdown drive, and then a five play fumble. So like. The fact that they went on an eight play ninety three yard drive was kind of just impressive in its own right. Like, yeah, it, they they earned their way down the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the pass to Mark Andrews that he went up the near sideline like that was that's something that not many quarterbacks would even think to do because you're taught not to look at the other side of the field once you roll out. Like, you yeah, throw no. it across your body. Like most of the time, that would be a touchdown going the other way. Yeah, like he's like he's one of those players that is capable of doing that and making a play that you think shouldn't happen, but will happen. And of course, it's definitely frustrating when, like, you think you got him pinned and you you can get off the field. But that's why Lamar's paid the money he's made, and Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the league. Like it, it sometimes it just happens. Sometimes the offensive guys are just better. It happens. It sucks. For the most part this season, the Browns' defense has been better than the offense. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, like pretty much. Um, now, do you want to give up 22-yard runs to Melvin Gordon on that drive? No, you don't. Um, the pass to Melvin Gordon going down the near sideline on the next possession was another just perfect ball. Like Lamar had – a had three really good throws in this game. A lot of his throws were kind of just standard. Let's get some yards kind of things, but yeah, when he made those three throws, it just was like, yeah, he's got some great touch when he, he needs a ball that he needs. Like he's got great touch. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just happens. I mean, the Browns defense is built to, contain Lamar when the offense is actually able to do something and they just weren't. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think one of the strengths of this coaching staff for all of the faults that Twitter will try to convince you that it has over the next few weeks (laughs) is that they never let the team get too, too low after these kinds of things, these kinds of, uh, um, losses and there, there's going to be an element of the locker room that's going to go like well no shit we lost we didn't have our starting quarterback like yeah, like, yeah they're going to say all the right things in the media but uh, like deep down they probably knew oh, this is going to be a tough week <laughs> this is going to be a tough one if we don't have them <laughs> yeah I mean you could tell the vibes were off as soon as as soon as that happened like as soon as you go out, you you get to the stadium on on Sunday morning, and you you realize you hear the news that you're not going to have your quarterback. Eh. I mean, you, some wind goes out of your sails. It's just 
yeah, it's, it's natural. natural. Like you almost can't do anything about it. Yeah, no amount of hype, hype up speeches and all that stuff will 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 change that feeling that that just exists because, like, say what you will about Deshaun and all, like, they they have the utmost respect for him as a quarterback. And like, and, and you could tell just by like the, even with him trying to figure things out still, it's just like, he gives them a better chance to win. Yeah. And, you know, he'll be back after the bye and we'll see what he's got against a good defense. Um, that's about all we can say. Like, yeah, like hopefully like, these, I, these are games you'd want to have Nick Chubb in, but. Yeah, the, it, it just is what it is. Like, yeah, I mean, the this, only is good, the, this is the hand you're dealt. Yeah, the only good thing was everybody else in the division lost pretty miserably. So, like, you don't really lose. The, the only loss you was the Ravens, obviously, to us, but, like, everybody else kind of sucked, too. So, like. Yeah, like, like I, I posted in the, in the Discord. Like, this was an all-time bad day to be in the AFC North unless you were handed a gift. And the Ravens were handed a gift. Yep. Um, The Bengals, like, I can't believe the Bengals. And we, and we did, we talked about this on the, on the Pick'em show uh, during our Pick'em time. Like, this was, this was the, this was set up to be the get right game for Joe Burrow. And he threw for 165 yards. Yeah, and the entire Bengals team, like I just saw the thing from Jamar Chase, like I'm open every effing time. Like it's getting to that point, and they're one and three. (laughs) You got an angry wide receiver. I mean, this is is a team that has started off 2-0, or 0-2 the last two seasons, but figured it out. But now you're sitting at one and three, and you're like, "Uh, is this us? Like you start to have your doubts. You kind of struggled against the Rams. You needed some cheese to get that win, and mm-hmm. you needed the Rams to completely pee down their leg for the entire second half. Yeah, just like the vibes are are pretty bad in Cincinnati right now. And like I, I think with the Steelers, they just got sent back to earth against a really bad team. I, well, well, I well, I guess they're both bad teams. So, oh, well, they really, got sent back to earth by a team that is actually playing well. Uh, I mean, Stroud has threw for 306 today. Uh, I mean, they gave up almost 500 yards of offense, 450 yards of offense to the Titan to the Texans. Well, they managed 225 of their own again. Uh, I think that's most game, most games this season now that they've been under 250, which is, mm-hmm. you know, not where you want to be. Um, but I don't know. Browns are still in it. The, like it's week four. They have a bye to get healthy. They have like the they have one of like the four tough games left on their schedule after the bye. Yeah, just uh, get healthy, get right, figure, figure shit out, go win some football games. Yep. Like take whatever you need, whatever lessons you learned these four weeks, apply it, fix it, and then go win. Yep. Okay, well, I think I think that's about all we've got for today. Unless you have anything else you want to add, I don't. Nah, I don't know just, what else. I don't know what else can be added. Out. Just throw this game out. I don't need to think about it more than I have to. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm pretty much pretty much done with this one. Uh, I was I was done at halftime. I only kept watching after in the second half because I knew I had to be there, be informed of what happened for this. Oh, but, for I, sure. but I guess nothing really happened <laughs> in the second half. So I <laughs> yeah. could have watched. I could have watched the Talladega race if I really wanted. Yeah, I, I felt bad making you wait two hours because of stupid traffic just to talk for him about a game that probably means nothing in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> no, like, I understand people's frustration, but, like, you're not going to take away anything from this game. Nothing substantial. No, there's just nothing. Yeah. Now, did it suck that... The uh, the officiating also seemed to catch on to the vibes, and they were like, "Oh, well, the Browns are down. Let's kick them." <laughs> kind of did, a bit. just a little. Kind of did, but like, I'm not gonna bitch about it because like it didn't matter. I mean, yeah, like at that point, I could understand them thinking we got dinner reservations. We got like, was it frustrating here. that DTR was not down on a play that he gained five yards, or that they didn't even think to review or show a replay of? the pass that didn't look like it was actually backwards. No, like it was mildly frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eh. Just, yeah. Like it, it just was frustrating from that, but still that what can you do? Like this game felt as meaningless as any game I've ever watched. I've seen some meaningless games. You know, I was at the, I was at the, Stadium. The last time the Browns honored Joe Thomas was against the Chargers in two thousand eight in twenty nineteen. We got the <laughs> shit kicked out of him that day. Um, <laughs> so maybe we stop honoring Joe Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> no, no more ceremonies for him, please. He can just be a fan in in his suite somewhere. We don't. Yeah, even I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Let's the 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 mojo there is is off. But, okay, well, let's not dwell on this one anymore. Yep. Uh, we'll have some content during the bye week. Um, we'll figure it out. We got a lot to, we got a lot to dissect once we get a, an actual injury update later this week. Yep. So, for, for Matt, I am Taylor, and go Browns. Go Browns. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.